Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Square Pros. This is your host, Jay, and I'm here today with my guest co-host. Hello. Hey, Pasta, what's up? Her name is Erica Brown. Tell us about yourself, Erica. Briefly. Oh, we'll get into that. Well, anyway, I just wanted to just thank you guys for listening with us. We're going to have a very good time. This is my very first episode, which may also be a pilot episode um, for those of you guys that's listening, you guys are either listening on YouTube or SoundCloud right now. And I want to say that in the future, Square Pros will be on iTunes, on the i the Apple Podcast app. So it's not really a store. I want to call it iTunes store, but it's more of an app because it's really free. But yeah, we will be on Apple Podcast app soon. But right now we're on SoundCloud and we're also on YouTube. So thank you guys for listening. So let's get started, Erica. Let's talk about our week. So how was your week? Um, I think my week actually went pretty well. Um, I don't know. It's starting to get really hot outside and I just kind of want to be inside all of the time. So you're always inside all the time, though. Why are you putting me out like that on blast? (laughs) People, (laughs) I want people to think that I am a jet setter. I don't really stay home. I'm sorry, Erica, the jet setter. Right. (laughs) That's me. But anyway, as I was saying, my week, typically when you have a nine to five, you just live for the weekend. And I must say, it's no different this week. Ready for Friday. Thank God we are about 52 minutes away from that. So I can get with that. Oh, my God. Well, my week was actually quite interesting. So this week I just started my very, well, not my very first intern. This is my third internship for the summer. Third, my third internship. Yeah, I thought you only had two. I had I one. Thought this was only your second. I had one during the school year too. Myself, I had one spring. Oh, selling the ties. Yeah, selling the ties. Selling the ties is an air. Selling is in air quotes. Well, no, it's not. I was actually the marketing intern for that position, and that's on my resume. And I did my job. Oh, so I, I thought, did that, and okay. then I also did very medical systems, and I'm doing this one. And I don't want to say the name of the company just because I'm still working for this company right now. But let me just say, when I first started, I was, I mean, I guess this is the first week, so it's kind of slow. It was a little boring at first, but I guess as time progresses, it'll get, you know, more exciting. Doubt it. Been you, I've been in this game for about 30 years, and it only goes down from there. <laughs> well, I'm going <laughs> to... Well, I'm in this game. For See, I, you know, I don't even have to tell you about myself. You can tell by my comments how I well, am. Well, I'm only here for two months or so for the summer. And this is just an internship. Okay. Like, it's not meant to be like, it's not meant to be your dream job yet. You know, internships are meant to just be, you know, just to get experience while, as you work up to your dream job. Yeah. I mean, on a serious note, internships, that's an opportunity for you to, I guess stick your toe into that lake of reality of working for a oh next my god! Why are you so negative? So. This is not everybody's negative. not going to be working nine to five for the next thirty years. Well, nine to fives they really aren't that bad. I mean, it just depends on what you like to do. If you can, if you can work from nine to five doing something that is rewarding to you, then hey. Nothing wrong with that. Or you can work five to nine, seven to three, 12 to 12. You know what would be perfect? Like, I honestly would love a nine to five 
I would, well, I, I don't know if I would ever love a nine to five, but I think a nine to five would be so much more durable if you get thir- you get Fridays off, uh, and you get and instead of working eight hours a day, you work seven hours a day, so you get off an hour earlier too. I actually think that they work fewer hours in Spain. I want to say. Well, no Estonians, Espana, or whatever. But yeah, so I want just to mention. So my job, I'm, I'm doing a lot of different things. Okay, so I'm an economics major at school right now. However, I used to be a computer science major as well, so I have experience in both fields. So with my job, they want me to work with the salespeople and work with like a lot of data and analyzing data, as well as working in IT, which is going to be very interesting because I told them I used to be a CS major, so I'm not really sure what they're going to have me doing. Like I didn't really complete it just for certain reasons as far as just grades and stuff like that but that's why you have to be careful what you put on your resume i mean you want to look good you want to frame yourself to be someone who can make all of their dreams come true but when you're called on it you better have the skills but to back you it know up. What? i'm here for it though i'm here to get this experience I'm, i cannot wait to write on my resume that i helped out with the it team to be more attractive to other companies but in the you future. hate it i don't hate it i see i did not hate computer science it's just that my grade the grades which is really screwed up in my opinion but that's a long story everyone um anyway so with my job right now i'm just shadowing a lot of the different departments and i'm shadowing the sales people i'm shadowing some of the customer service i'm shadowing the sales resolutions I'm looking at different data. I'm working with different programs and stuff like that. But I have to say, this job is very, you would be surprised at, okay, so this is, I don't want to say the name of this company, but this is a more a company that sells a medical equipment. So a lot of our customers are older senior citizen people. So you'd be surprised. Shout out to the oldies. Yeah, shout out to you guys. I'll be old one day, hopefully. In fact, I know I'm going to die. I'm going to live up to 100. My mom, 125. We're going to die 2096. I but did anyway, not co-sign to that. She doesn't have to. But anyway, so you'd be surprised. You'd think that old people, they'll be pretty, you know, not necessarily not necessarily overly sweet. But you think they'd be. No, opposite. <laughs> really? Yeah, the older I get, the more, what is the word, ratchety? What ownery? I feel like as you get bitchy. old, I feel like as you get old, you would just want to be a lot. I don't. I just feel like your life would be much more calm. You retire, you could just stay home and watch TV all day. But yeah, no. but you you're always in pain. You can't do the same things you used to do. You have all these young people who think they know everything, and it's just I don't know. I, I guess people have a problem with that. Okay, and I under okay, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I understand that, but I just feel that like, I guess I always see myself as an old person. I just feel like it would just be so great. Like I have all this money. I consider I I think I'll still be healthy when I'm old. I don't consider myself. I don't think I'm going to be in pain in the future. Uh, young people never do. Well, anyway, as I was saying, you would think that. Okay, at least maybe I was thinking this. I was not expecting these old people to be so angry and rude <laughs> so we had this phone call today this old lady she was she was actually talking very nicely she what was, do you consider old i consider old people that i mean i guess it's subjective but anyone that's not working due to retiring uh can you give me a number let's go with 65 65 oh, and up, 65 and up 
That's not really old, but go ahead. That's pretty old. 65 is old? Yes. Dang. All right. It is old. I mean, it's not young. It's definitely not young or middle age. You're definitely on the mm. second half of life. You I better get my little duckies in a row. Exactly. But so this one person called us, and she was obviously an old person because this medical equipment is mostly for old people. No offense to old people. And she pretty much told us nicely. I don't think that was offensive, but go ahead. She pretty much told us very nicely and very sweetly that, hey, you guys, hey, company. Like, I'm not going to say the company's name, of course. But she said, hey, you guys, I just want to let you guys know that my medical equipment never came yet. So just cancel my whole order altogether. And if you don't, I'm going to call the, I'm going to get my courts on you. I'm going to get my courts on you? I mean. Oh, she said, I'm going to send you to court. <laughs> okay, that's better. I was she like, said, her court. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. So she people said, I'm going to send you to court. So please do it. Bye-bye. And I'm just like, that's the most passive aggressive type of thing to say. Like, it was a voicemail because nobody answered. So I thought, like, wow. And then the next lady, oh, my God. Wait a minute. Let's go back to that story. She said she didn't get her equipment. Yeah. But now she doesn't want her equipment. The reason she did, oh did I say that she did she doesn't want it because she was um being she already been charged for it. She doesn't want it because she's already been charged for it. Like she's already been charged for it and she hasn't gotten it. So uh-huh. I guess she just aggravated that she just wants to put her equipment just cancel her equipment altogether. Like she doesn't care anymore. She's over it. Oh. Which is like most old people. A lot of these old people. All, there's so many calls they give you back for returning items because they're just sick of it. <laughs> Hmm. Like this one guy, he wanted to return his item. This literally, he had like a Jamaican accent. See, at first I thought maybe it was Indian, but then I saw the name mm-hmm. and I heard the the tenor of the voice. Wait a minute. And I'm like, this is a black person. A Jamaican? What's a Jamaican name? Anything that's English, because they were ruled by the English slave owners. So <laughs> I always think of names like Winston. Those are English names. <laughs> or I don't know, Chad. They have very, very Caucasian-sounding names. I mean, English. Maybe that's just English names are Caucasian. But I, I, I knew it was either Jamaican or it was Indian. But what was his name? His la- I don't remember his first name, but I remember his last name was Cummings. And I'm like, oh, this is definitely a black person. Then either he was either Jamaican. Definitely a black person. He's definitely a black person. I could just tell by the tenor of the voice and by the name, if the accent kind of threw me off. But I could tell it was definitely a black person. Can you do a Jamaican accent? I, I don't know how if I could do it, but I could do it the way he said it. Go ahead. So this is so I, the reason I'm saying he was a black person because he was a black person. And this is not racist <laughs> for you guys that are like, oh my God, Jay is doing an Indian accent. He's not Indian. He's definitely a black person because his name was definitely a European sounding name, and he had like a. And the reason I say he's not African because his name wasn't African. It was like a white person. We didn't discuss African. I just said that. But I just, okay. Yeah. So he we he get the equipment. He he said he he never opened it. By the way, he never opened it. But he <laughs> wanted to return his order because he said I am a senior citizen. What this? What is this? What is this? I cannot do this. I I am a senior citizen. As if we don't sell ninety percent of our products to senior citizens. Like oh dude, you're not special. <laughs> like, a lot of these old people are just really lazy. Like, they don't want to do anything. So, you'd be surprised at how many returns they get. I mean, granted, this company's doing pretty well now. So, and they've been around for six years. So, they're How many progressing. years? Six years. It's wow. more of a startup. So, they keep progressing. So, obviously, they're doing something right. So, I guess, in the big scope of things, they're getting more profit than cost. But, I mean, I guess when you're dealing with customer service and 
like you expect people to not be happy with it when you with that particular demographic of the department of the job. But yeah, and this one lady, oh my god, she told us she pretty much left a voicemail telling us to go to hell. Oh okay. <laughs> she was like, "Hey you guys, um, I've already reported you guys to the police and blah 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 blah. I don't remember everything she said, but the part that stood out, she said, "You guys are the most detestable people ever. Mm-hmm. I hate you with a dying passion." And she said, you guys need to go to the Luciferian garbage 16 feet under. So I guess that meant hell. Luciferian garbage can or whatever. So I guess hell 16 feet under. She called. She also, not only did she curse the company, she also cursed the, comp- the um, states of Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. <laughs> so I, Is your company in Alabama and Florida? It's not that I know of, but... <laughs> I guess maybe she has some childhood pain there. Maybe she got bullied or something, obviously, because I don't I never heard a lady speak like this. Like even just this, the way that like, she didn't curse. She was very proper. She sounded as if she was um putting a spell on us. Like she's like, I want you guys to go here. I hate you guys. You guys are horrible people. And I really don't like you guys. And I'm going to definitely get she's like, I'm definitely going to get my revenge and pretty much do all this and that. And I'm like, I don't want to listen to this voicemail anymore because I'm scared that I'm going to, like, see spirits just following me when I go home. And I do not, I'm only with this company for, like, this summer. I do not need this happening in my life. <laughs> so I do not know what that was about. But a really demonic-sounding lady pretty much told us in the whole company to go to hell. Okay. Well, speaking of jobs, um, I had a pretty interesting week at the job. Uh few of my coworkers, well, actually all of my peers who were on my level decided that they wanted to go to lunch to discuss how to get rid of our supervisor. (laughs) Wow. And I wasn't exactly sure what the method or strategy would be to do this, but I know that my boss is a biatch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But you still have that nine to five we're talking about. I'm sorry. Nothing. Maybe she doesn't listen to this. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not going to say his or her name. <laughs> but. <laughs> that nine to five still pay for my college. Well. <laughs> all about you. No. I mean. But anyway, she is. Actually, I have never had any problems with her, but she is very passive. She can be very passive aggressive, uh, sometimes more aggressive than passive, actually. (laughs) But um, when you're dealing with certain women, it's like a battle of the wills. And I basically Mm -hmm. told everyone. And I I guess I'm the only one um, that. I like to go to work, leave work, and come home and not bring the job home with me. I don't want to overthink it. But basically, I didn't want to have anything to do with this coup of sorts that they were trying to strategize. And um, Don't get involved in that because you don't want to get... Well, you don't understand. These women are... put it this way they have very little tolerance for people who don't think like them but i mean how are you going to plot to get your boss what are they how are they going to get rid of her are they going to like make her sick or something it didn't sound like they had 
like a real strategy or to me it didn't sound like their strategy was going to be very effective and I can't deal with somebody trying to put in place a plan to get rid of the boss and, and be un- get rid of you. Be un- they get rid of your black behind. Oh my! <laughs> you. <laughs> That's not how my sentence was going to end. Can you let me finish my own sentence? Okay, I'm please? sorry. I'm sorry. Just gotta be real. Because I have no intent on getting fired, and you know that's basically my was you know part of my response while I'm at work. You know, I I like my job, and don't get me wrong, the boss can make it hard on you, but I've never had a problem with her personally. Um, maybe a few looks, a few eye rolls, but <laughs> that doesn't bother me at all. My personality is if you don't say anything out of the way or disrespectful to me, I'm going to ignore any body language that you have. And I basically want to go there, make my money, make money moves, as you all say, and go home. Yeah, that sounds really nice. Yeah, I mean, and everything I've ever asked her requested she's always approved it so a lot of times we get passionate dramatic and we want to want to make other people's problems our problems just because we're bored with life and I think a lot of them probably are oh my god and you know go and start some uprising at work but (laughs) that's just not me I like my job my boss doesn't give me any crap and I don't know. I don't know. It's it's like you're darn if you do, you're darn if you don't. And it's like if you walk with them in solidarity, they're your friends. And if not, you are the enemy. So we'll see how this plays out. <laughs> Wait, so I'm sorry, but did you say what was it that she does that they didn't like? Maybe you said, I don't know if I heard. Well, she pretty, well, she's a manager and there are several other managers and she is one of those managers that I think has the archaic notion that managers are on a higher level than, <laughs> well, they actually are by definition, but she likes that hierarchical, hierarch, how do you say it? Hier- hierarchical system of we're up here so we can give you all the scraps of work that we don't want to do in addition to your work. And granted, she does that, but a majority of the time at work, I'm surfing the internet. So it doesn't bother me if she gives (laughs) me something to do. Um, So I don't have a problem with that, but I think some people are just, believe in standing on principles and I'm not one of them well (laughs) that came out wrong (laughs) um put it this way I choose my battles okay I don't like to make problems where there are no problems whether somebody over dramatizes them or not so I just I'll sit back and see how it plays out and if it if it just happens to benefit me in the process hey I'll I'll take that, too. And on top of that, I would feel so spiteful and so scared to try to conspire to get someone, get rid of somebody, especially my boss. Because I just, I believe in karma, and I believe that what goes around comes around. I'm like, well, how am I going to trust all you heifers here? Like, <laughs> I don't what, trust anybody. What about if, you guys don't like me anymore? I don't trust what? any of those women because they are, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. They could be nice, but I don't really trust anybody at work. 
I mean, and I'm definitely not going to make this into a racial thing, but I'm the only black woman there. And I don't know. It's like they just think different. So I kind of stay to myself and read my Bible, Bible verses and just try to you laughed. It's just. <laughs> I don't know what that where we're going here. But yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere on the deep end, but you know, sometimes I'll share a verse with them, and you could tell they really don't want to hear it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like they feel like you know I'm at work. I don't really need to hear church stuff. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, oh, I didn't tell you what their strategy was. Oh, what is? Tell us. They figured that we would go to her boss, who was our ultimate boss, and schedule a skip meet skip level meeting. You know what a skip level meeting no. is? When you skip, you know, basically what it says. You skip a, the level of the person over you to go to their boss. Oh, to so boss's boss. Like, yeah, to discuss um, the problems that you have with them. And my boss's boss, he's really lazy, so I don't really see <laughs> him wanting to get rid of her and taking on her responsibility. So mm. I know I've just alienated, like, my boss and my boss's boss, but... Hey, I hope they, in case they listen to this, hopefully they can overlook it for the artistic license that I have. Hmm. Artistic license. Yeah. I got to tell the story. I got to entertain the people. Oh, right, right, right. Just take. Right. Take I thought you meant like your degree. No. Like your degree is no, not your take art. No, <laughs> take, they need to take their L for the, the good of your podcast. You're right. They do. Because. <laughs> One day, this, this podcast hopefully may be paying our bills, so yeah. who knows? <laughs> but, yeah, that's... Well, at least your loans. That's... Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on the loans. Because guys in college, um, when you get student loans, ugh, it ain't no joke. Yeah. But... But that was the... That was my week. I didn't really anticipate ever speaking on what happened at work, but... It just came to me. And it felt good, didn't it? No, because I hate talking about work at home. It's like, I feel like I'm violating my home. I feel like it's fun. It's like the best stories to tell. No. <sighs> but anyway, we're going to now get started on our next segment. And our next segment will be dealing with current events, slash celebrity news, slash regular news stories, slash trending topics, which is... Which is basically us just talking about other people besides us. <laughs> <laughs> like we just did, like for 30 minutes. <laughs> but that has a little bit more mystique to them since we don't know them. Okay. Well, I'm just flying off the cuff, following your lead. Okay. So I wanted to first... Oh, wow. I want to talk about this story that actually happened this morning. Okay. Now, I'm not much into the news these days, so you're going to definitely have to give me details. Yeah, right, right. Okay, so there's a story where there's this food truck, okay? And a food truck worker hurls bottles and racial epithet at a black woman after she tries to pay with change. So here's the video. Oh, wait a minute. So here's the video. Okay. Okay. I'll make sure I got you. You hit me with that. If you hit me with that. Get the fuck up to me. If you hit me with that. Get the fuck up to me. I'll 
is so wrong. Wow. So, as you can see, so pretty much a black woman in Oregon that was... woman was so rude. She was not rude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> a black woman in Oregon was allegedly called out of her name and assaulted by a food truck owner, all because she tried to pay for her food with change. According to Willamette Week, Char- Carletta Washington says she was called a nigger by Islam Elmasri, which I'm guessing is, he looked... The guy didn't really look, he looked like, I guess, a white person, maybe a Middle Eastern guy. After she tried to pay for her lunch with quarters, not pennies, mind you. That makes a difference, not pennies. In a hey, short, it doesn't matter. Pennies is legal currency. True. In a short video provided by the outlet, Elm Street can be seen telling Washington to get the F out from here and calling her a stupid B after throwing a Gatorade bottle at her for confronting him. So basically, the guy she he got they called her cops on him, and he was rightfully booked into the county jail on charges of misdemeanor harassment and assault. Bell is set to four thousand. So for this story, I just feel honestly, I'm just sick of this racism getting so out of hand. Like everybody want to just be so bold because this is now Trump's America, and everyone thinks they can just be as racist as, as they want to be and not get in trouble for it. Unfortunately for this guy, that didn't prove right, and. Thankfully, a lot of the bystanders around her who happened to appear white, thankfully, they were on her side and were like, okay, this is wrong. And I'm glad that he got arrested because there's so many cases where this wouldn't, where an arrest would not have happened. But I mean, I guess, but the thing is, I feel like the only reason it got arrested was because it's so, it was so undeniable. And of, of course, I know some things that were caught on film, they still didn't get arrested, but this is not like a police officer. This is like a regular person. So I'm glad he got arrested, and I mean this was just really unnecessary. Like, my I know paying with quarters and pennies. I mean, is it really that hard or that much of a burden to have to count with count the the coins? I just to you had to call to someone me, a nigger. I'm not serving you because you I give me quarters. I think it had very little to do with her paying for her lunch with quarters because, I mean, it's money. Yeah. I think that this man just had a problem. Yeah. That had nothing to do with her paying for her lunch with quarters. And do you think his problem was that he just don't like serving black people? <laughs> like you're black quarters. I, are not it doesn't here. make any sense. I, I just, I can't wrap my brain around it because anybody who wants to patronize my patronage or patronize? Either or. Anybody who wants to patron, <laughs> why do I keep saying pat? Patronize my business. I would just be grateful. Because, you know, I'm trying to make money. That's what I'm in it for. (laughs) You know, I don't see color. Money is all green and apparently silver. So, (laughs) I mean, that being said, I don't know. Maybe he he was having a bad day, and I certainly do not want to give him an excuse. But I don't think it had anything to do with her paying for her lunch and quarters. So you think he's just a... I just think he's an idiot, a butthole, and a fool. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And I hope that this food truck, you know, gets shut down. That's what I'd like to hear. Right, exactly. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. It's just no excuse for that. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that makes people want to, like, kill people. And then for him to throw that gaming bottle at her. Yeah, but I was looking down the story, and it said that he sprayed her with sriracha. Isn't that like hot sauce? Where do you see that at? Right there. Where? 
look right under the picture. It wasn't on camera. Oh. Washington says that he spread with Sriracha and was confirmed by the news outlet to witness Rachel Good, who saw that who permit saw that there was Thai hot sauce, which is Sriracha. I'm sorry. This shirt. man sprays me in the face and shoulders with <laughs> with Thai hot sauce. It's it's a problem. I won't be <laughs> I won't be doing more than yelling on a camera. Yeah, I feel I don't know how I would even react to that. I'm sorry. I'm about to start slicing and dicing because, (laughs) no, that's disrespectful. Mm -mm. No, no hot sauce. No sriracha in the face for me. (laughs) That's going to be a no. Yeah. But I want to now. With a capital N. I want to now move on to the next story. So, I guess, because we live in the same household, I think both of us are familiar with, you know, we're hungry. We want something to eat. It's nothing to eat in here, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, where all the snacks at? Why do I have to, think I have to cook? Why do, I have, why do I have to cook everything that we have? Like, I just want some chips or just some, you know. Well, well is that is that the topic? Well, it's another story coming up that's related to it. Okay. Like, you know that feeling, right? When you're looking for something to eat, but all the snacks are gone. You have to wait to go back to the grocery store. So you just say, you know what? I'm just going to cook something. So that's what happened with this other story with a dog. So a dog started a fire in his home oh my in New Jersey. Home. Wait a minute. So okay, that's a that segue was a stretch, but go ahead. <laughs> so I'm New, intrigued. <laughs> New Jersey authorities say a dog started a fire when it accidentally turned on an electric stove. The German Shepherd and another dog, so he had another friend alone <laughs> in Alpha, New Jersey, were home when the fire broke out late Wednesday morning. Officials believe that ge- the, the German Shepherd was looking for food and got up on his hind legs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess on the stove. Okay, he said, well, I better well cook something. What's I there to eat? <laughs> you got something? What you want? So the dog apparently hit a knob, turning on the stove's rear burner and pushed nearby flammable items onto the stove. Wow. See, this was not an accident. This dog was trying to get to cooking. Like, he could not. When he see his um owners cook all that food, and, you know, some people make, like, meat for their dogs, he was probably like, I cannot wait to try that. Because how would he know to get on his high legs to go on the stove? I mean, that was not, this was not an accident. Oh, my gosh. That's, a, that's hilarious. That's cute. A ceiling, Is the dog okay? Yeah. A ceiling fan that was running on the low then lifted some of the burning items onto a nearby foam dog bed, which ignited and filled the home's bottom floor with smoke. A firefighter was able to extinguish the fire and a police got a rear door open, allowing the dog to safely escape. Oh, my gosh. Can I just go ahead and just say what everybody's thinking? What is it? Now, that's a hot dog. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) Wow, that was so corny. I don't know how to even react. I know. I'm I'm sitting here cringing right now. The dog was definitely, that was definitely on purpose. The fire... Obviously wasn't, but that dog was like, I'm hungry. Yeah, and but dogs, they're, they're so smart. They it's are like, smart. Like, he knew to go on that stove. He he got on his hind legs, it says. Do they have a camera in the house? I mean, they knew that he got, they knew that he was looking for food and got up on his hind legs. I mean, I guess, maybe the. I mean, I very rarely see a dog on their front legs, but still, I mean, come on. This dog is so smart. How do they smart. know what happened? I mean, this dog is so smart, I wouldn't be surprised if he just told him out his own mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a dog. So, yeah, it's just... 
very interesting how this happened. Another story I wanted to mention, and let me just tell you, if I was the victim in this story, I would, let's just get to it. Okay. So, a dancing FBI agent accidentally shoots a bar patron in Denver. So. Okay, well, I'm glad to know that the police, this particular police did it on accident, but go Yeah, ahead. it was an accident, thank, thank God. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I guess I won't say that to the victim. So an off-duty FBI agent dancing wildly at a downtown Denver bar accidentally shot a man in the leg when the agent tried to pick up a gun that fell from his holster as he performed a handstand. So I this guess man was getting into it. Yeah, what he was getting down doing a handstand. I want to see this dance, actually. Oh, wow. So a bystander recorded the video of this, of course. There's always that one person that's always favorite with these police does. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, I never even think to do it though. I think about it if I like. I never got a ticket, but I think if I would was to get one, I would definitely have me a camera out or something. I'm I may not make scared. it obvious to him, but scared of what? You, that's well within your rights, though. No, but you can't tell. He can't tell you no. I said nope. I'm. I'm. A, in fact, I'm an Instagram live it, so it won't ever go away. <laughs> He's gonna be mad. I'm thinking. Oh well, but oh, there's some dancing right there. Ooh. He's doing backflips and everything. Do you see that? Wait, turn it back. Okay. The, he was like doing backflips. <laughs> he was getting down. You go, FBI. <laughs> okay. We're looking at the video. Yeah. <laughs> so the officer, he's, oh, wow. Oh, wow. He just did a backflip. Oh, my he fell. God. Oh, oh, oh. You, you saw the gunshot? You, the gunshot? you see that gunshot? Did you did you see it? I don't see a gunshot. It, it was you like a big, it was like a flame, a... right? He get it up and he. Oh. <laughs> now, let's okay. let's continue with the story, please. I mean, but, the guy's having fun. He's being spirited, and you know. So the bystander like recorded it. the video of the incident involving the un unnamed agent, which authorities said took place early on Saturday at the Mile High Spirits and Distillery Night Spot. And the footage was already shared widely online Sunday. So I guess this happened of course, a was. few days ago. So it happened like early a few days ago. Um, another bar pitcher was hit by a bullet in the lower leg, sustaining a non-life-threatening injury, said a statement by department spokeswoman Marika Putnam. The agent was taken to the police headquarters, Putnam said, and later released to a federal bureau, of the FBI, <laughs> I can't pronounce that word, <laughs> the Denver... Um, the Denver District Attorney's Office would decide whether to press any charges against the agent. Denver's um, District Attorney spokesman Ken Lane said by email on Sunday morning that the DA's office had no comment, like they always say when something like this happens, mm -hmm. as the incident remains under investigation by the Denver police. What's to be investigated is literally on a video. Um, the Denver FBI spokeswoman Amy Sanders also said that Denver police are leading the investigation and that it was a personal matter for the FBI. She did not say how the FBI will has or will discipline the agent. So what do you think of this whole story? I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, stuff like that happens. I mean, nobody's perfect. I mean, undoubtedly, the guy was in the moment. He was having fun. He probably was drunk as hell but right and that's like why i that's why i feel like i mean i get it was an accident but i feel like he should face some kind of charge against it just because how 
that's that should be like isn't that like some kind of reckless endangerment to have a loaded gun while you're doing backflips and stuff <laughs> you know what i mean and you know do you know how scared i would be to do a backflip with the gun in my pocket you know what i'm saying like I, i'm scared to even have a gun pointed towards me like uh, no yeah so i mean i think and if I was the person that got shot in the leg, I would be so pissed. Like, I got shot in the leg. Nothing's going to happen to him because we live in America. And my leg got shot. Like, yeah. my leg. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I understand. I'm, I don't know how I feel about that story. I mean, I'm interested in knowing how that gets disposed of because, I mean... I don't know. It looks like he was having a good time. <laughs> I know that has absolutely nothing she to do. She sees a white boy dancing and doing backflips, and she's like, oh, let him go. Let I him like go. my my white men happy. <laughs> oh, my God. I think... I'd rather them be happy than trying to shoot black people. I mean, true, but that was still endangerment, and if it happened to you, he would not be singing the same tune for you. You're right. I would be cussing that. Oh, I would be cussing him out. Oh, my God. No, saying as if, like, if you were the cop... Like, you know, if you were just like a regular person that did it, and oh, you'll be going to jail that night. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to another one. So this was like, oh my god, this is like one of my biggest cringes, I guess, because being a black person, a black man in particular, I feel like sometimes people are expecting you to steal whenever I go places. Like they don't yeah, really... pretty much. Yeah, and it just makes me uneasy. I think. Well, it, it uh, get into the story. I'll I'll get so, into that. Basically, we there's a story where a lot of women are, well, just a big group of people, not women and men. A big group of people are. They walk out of a restaurant on mm-hmm. a four hundred and twenty dollar restaurant bill. Oh. And of course, they're all black. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean of course i mean why did it have to be us i was like darn it i thought it was some <laughs> other race but <laughs> make us look bad <laughs> so people are going to see this video this happened in memphis why do, tennessee why do we always say that when a black person does something they're making us look bad i mean because it's like we're underst- already stereotyped so it's like wow now we're going to have even more like it just validates the stereotype not that i mean of course people have always steal this really doesn't validate anything but you already know we people already look at us with a magnifying glass anyway so well, it's just i wonder like, if these big big wigs and these corporations who steal millions of dollars if like the average white 20 something person says oh he's making us look bad it was usually hidden. why can't we be huh it's usually they you it's usually not as evident or it's um, in the public eye. Well, why can't we just be outraged? Do we have a right to be outraged because our black counterparts are doing something wrong? Or should our first instinct be to say they're making us look bad? Um, I have to say they're making us look bad. I, mean, <laughs> I, I feel in theory, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's making us look bad. Okay. So... In Memphis, Tennessee, police are looking for a group of more than a dozen people who they say tried to smoke marijuana inside a popular restaurant, then skipped out on a $420 bill. So, yeah, um, <laughs> they're laughing. And the thing is, they're so smart, they actually do it one by one. Like, she got her margarita in her hand, like, <laughs> having a good time. And meanwhile, other people are, like, getting ready to leave and just go out. Wow. So, as you can see, as the video progresses... You see them pretty much walking out, dipping. They see they did it. They had like a time lapse on this video, so 
Yeah. So it happened at Frida's Mexican restaurant on Madison Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee this past Sunday night. Surveillance video from inside the restaurant shows a table of 16 people eating and enjoying themselves, as you can clearly see. Yeah, they were were eating. (laughs) They were eating. Frida's manager, Jesse Gonzalez, told WREG they were one of the of the last table seated around 1030 p.m. and a half hour, a half hour before closing. They came in at the minute Gonzalez said we didn't think anything of it. He said they treat, treated themselves ordering some of the most expensive things on the menu, including $11 margaritas. Well, see, that's his problem because if ordered $11 margaritas, I'm keeping my eye on you. <laughs> hey, I don't, and I don't care what color you are either. I ordered like a $16 alcoholic beverage one time for a Mexican restaurant. And I would have my eye on you. Oh. I'm following that $16. <laughs> well, the Grand Burritos, Frida's Special Steak. Um, what was it? So, yeah, so they ordered grand burritos, a steak, and shrimp. But soon, he said the bartender got a whiff of something that didn't smell like grilled steak and peppers. (laughs) (laughs) It it was just one guy smoking weed. We asked him to stop. I guess he was the leader of the group and made a scene, Gonzalez said. At that point, Gonzalez said, the group started berating the staff. So, can you imagine this group of people just yelling at you (laughs) for who's ever smoking weed? (laughs) I don't care. This story is hood. This is these are this is definitely a hood story. Yeah. They started getting louder and louder, getting upset, yelling a fitness to the server, saying, Come on, come on. Eventually one by one. Wait a minute. Is that offensive saying, Come on, come on? Maybe they were saying, Come take my money. No. It looked like they want to fight. <laughs> come on, come on. Let's, oh, okay. Let's, let's settle with it. Eventually, one by one, the people finished their drinks and left the table. As you saw in the video. Oh, wow. Two women left behind didn't seem to be much of a, in a hurry, hurry though. One even carried with her a blue margarita away from the table after the group ignored staff and skipped out of the $420 bill. <laughs> I would not be one of those. I would have left with the group. Because, <laughs> see, those, those stragglers, the ones that get caught. And they <laughs> Gonzalez says they even pushed one of the servers in the stairwell. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. He said he'd never seen anything like it. Our walkouts are usually because they forgot to pay or they'll come back the next day. <laughs> oh, I, I need to go to this restaurant. I went, who's, oh, I forgot to pay. Oh, I'll be back. Oh, now. my God. Poor Mexican people. <laughs> they do not know what they're dealing with at the story. Oh, my Oh, God. Major walkouts like that, that's our first and biggest one. I'm sorry. I bet. <laughs> This man said his walkouts are usually, they usually forget to pay. Well, I can't believe they said they that some people they let come back the next day to pay. Or they'll come back next day. Now, you know, that would never, I don't, maybe some Mexican people didn't get the memo, but that would never happen in an Asian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen in a black restaurant. Not, not that there not are either. many, but still. That would not I'm telling black. you now, I'm going to have bouncers at the door. You're not coming back the next day. You're going to stay there and get your... <laughs> Get but taken it would to jail. be nice if we could do that, like eat and like come back on payday. Cause sometimes, you know, you might so want a nice dinner on a Tuesday, but payday's not till Friday. Well, that's what they have credit cards for. Well, everybody doesn't have good credit. Well, can't help that. <laughs> Gonzalez said he thinks they plant the whole outburst so they could skip out on the bill. Oh, <laughs> I wonder yeah, how you came to that conclusion. <laughs> He's catching on slowly. He's catching he is going a slow slowly, but surely. Okay. 
you don't think they're going to do that, especially on a Sunday night. Why? Especially on a Sunday night. Because they went to church, night. supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. One guy got them all riled up at the same time. How it was you, probably that one smoking weed. How did, you, how did he get the whole group riled up? He said, you know what? Come on. That, you, you don't. Stop giving us this bill. We don't need to pay. This food is nasty anyway. Oh, and on. I asked for extra steak. <laughs> This steak, y'all, this gristle in, man. I ain't paying for this. Yeah, and this margarita. No, tastes, I'm for real. I ain't paying for it. For real. Yeah, I'm not paying for this. And this margarita it doesn't have man, enough alcohol. they give me all this watered down stuff, man. I'm about to get up out of here. You know, that's some, that sounds like something that uh, people usually say. Like, we're not paying for this. This was horrible food, you know? Yeah, but I tell the server. I, I want them to know that I'm not paying. And I'm yeah. going to get loud. Yeah, but would you push them down the stairwell? <laughs> I might if I have I a reason to. If they, I've, I've just never been a person to uh, to be aggressive to somebody first. No, I mean, I wouldn't do it first. But, hey, if the occasion calls for me to push them down the stairwell, <laughs> then it may have to come to that. Oh, God. But to conclude the story. I can't imagine that it would ever come to that, though. Yeah. But Gonzalez says he's not too worried about the money. Oh. Gonzalez, mm-hmm. you are going to be blessed. He's glad all his workers are unhurt. Oh. But he said that he also hopes the police catch the people responsible. No, I'm going to catch them. I'm ca- $420. That could be a whole night's work. <laughs> oh, that was, that was yeah. a good story. It was really funny, entertaining. Sad, I can just see very people. Trifling. I, I can just. I know that it's like that. I know that group. I know that group of people. <laughs> I really do. I honestly think someone might be in the family. <laughs> but I'm not I wasn't going to say that. I'm not saying any names. <laughs> family, shout out to my family. Hey, even fam. though they don't support me anyway. <laughs> on my, if I not go to watch this. <laughs> but, but he's not better. Yeah, so I want to talk about this other story about this homeless guy at Buffalo Wild Wings. So, Buffalo Wild Wings gives homeless man free wings for a year after employee writes horrid message on the receipt. Okay. Sounds like something good came out of it. Yeah, so BWW, that's just for Buffalo Wild Wings, it's not B-dubs. big. B-dubs. Not big, wonderful woman. Okay, is standing up and taking swift action after at least one of his employees was rude to a homeless man, leaving a hurtful, derogatory message on a receipt. The unidentified man went to the chain's locations in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and ordered some wings. Oh, I like those wings. They have good wings, right? Mm-hmm. Go to Buffalo Wild Wings. We're not getting paid for this sponsor. Yeah. Well, we can't advertise. We're not getting paid for this. We need them to pay for us to advertise for them. Oh. Yeah. BWW. Is taking is taking swift action. The what was I? After so at this, least. this is what this is so pretty much they wrote the message they wrote the message on the receipt. What did the message this, say? This is what the message says. Can you read it for me? For homeless fuck. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Read it. I okay, I don't want to read it to her because fuck, my parents. Let's sit plus get gross. I don't know. I don't know it. He's homeless, but they're illiterate. Yeah, the message is very cryptic. Let it's very sit and get gross. It's not necessarily important, but I guess the part where it homeless. says the homeless, you know what? I guess when the homeless man saw that part, but he said like, for homeless. 
for a homeless. Yeah, I, I don't. What does that mean? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I guess the homeless person did not like the homeless and the f word next to each other. So I guess he. <laughs> I guess when he saw that, he was like, "Well, they're talking about me. <laughs> I don't oh. know." Okay. I, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. Maybe there. Maybe it's for me to get <laughs> free drinks or something. Or maybe it's let's sit plus get. Oh, get gross. I, I must be gross. Let's sit. You guys. Oh, maybe he was saying if you let them sit, you'll get gross. I don't know. The message literally says for homeless, the F word, exclamation point, let sit the plus sign and get gross on top of the receipt read. Okay. Another part of the receipt, however, said, I love you. Hey, Richard Acosta. This guy skits, so I, I can't really tell whether he's being complimentary or derogatory or what, but. So the report notes that the order slip was not intended to be seen by the man. <laughs> you think? <laughs> like that makes things all better. But it was. Outrage, the man showed other customers, one of whom identified as 26-year-old Kaylin Weston rallied behind him. I was just really upset about it. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> Especially, and he said, you all know I'm homeless. I don't have anywhere to live. I love Buffalo Wild Wings, though. And it just really upsets me, Weston said. And I was like, that's not okay, for one, for someone to be treated like that as a customer, let alone a customer in his condition. I like the way you say it. Can I say it now? Okay, I want to say it. I want to say it. I'm going to say it. Okay, here I go. My mom, like, she always taught me to treat people the way you want to be treated. And it's not so much. I wouldn't want that to happen to me. I teach my children that you treat people how you want to be treated. <laughs> Weston spoke like up better. and spoke out for the man, demanding that those behind the cruel note should, should be disciplined. I can't tell if it's a cruel note. It says. It says homeless elf get gross. Let's Those sit, two words get gross. give you the clue. Who it, is he writing it to? I I guess a co-worker. Maybe it's a no. I don't really know what goes on <laughs> through these people's heads these days. But it was definitely, they definitely did not feel very fond of the homeless man. Okay. Well, this uh, Caitlin, what, wait, what's her name? Kylan Weston again. She's it's the like She had more to say. And yeah, right. I'll, I'm going to say it. I walked up to the manager and I said, this isn't right. And I demand that she get fired or something happen because I won't come here anymore for sure. And I'll let other people know not to come here anymore for sure because it's not okay. Weston, however, will remain a customer. After management's swift action. Okay. So she's going to remain a customer since they disciplined I guess they made a swift action, I guess. So the regional manager announced that the employees involved in the incident will be terminated after Monday. Ooh. So I guess that's why she's <laughs> going to stay. Um, Rhodes also said that the restaurant will be giving the customer who received the note free wings for a year, as well as getting him a hotel room and a gift card to go to Walmart and get himself some clothes. Wow. <laughs> what is it? That's something. I like that. That's cool. That was so nice. I actually do like that. I do too. But I, I mean, be like, that's better than what Starbucks did. 
Can't just have the one-day training session to not be racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one day, you don't be racist anymore, They right? solved racism in not a day, <laughs> half a day. That is so <laughs> in cool. In an afternoon. That's so cool. <laughs> That's like, Who to wow. thunk it? That's almost like giving them a Diet Pepsi to end racism. Wow. To top it off, said Rhodes, Wild Wing, Buffalo Wild Wings will also be do- donating a couple hundred wings to a local hom- homeless shelter. Okay, can I do the last quote that Rhodes gave? It's embarrassing for this gentleman. And it's very inhumane on the part of the employees. It's not our culture and it's not who we are. I don't think he talked like that. But it's not our culture and it's not who we are. It's so. not our culture and it's not who we are. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I feel like that story was pretty, a little sad. You know what though? Those um workers, they found the right homeless person. Cause do you remember that time I told you about the homeless person that we saw at cookout? Me and my friends, we left the movies. Yeah. We were li- okay. So we, you guys probably saw this in my YouTube video. For those of you guys that follow me on YouTube, my struggle YouTube page. By the way, we are in nowhere, no way saying that all homeless people are the same or they're not they have they're all people all people. came off the same boat <laughs> we but know but that some, they all have their own personalities right but i digress so when we left we so me and my friends we went to the movies then we went to cookout and then this homeless person was begging us for food so one of my friends got him a meal then another one came up and he wanted something so my friend was like okay i cannot pay for all of you <laughs> so he so one of my other friends he gave him his fries he asked for a blanket then we said we don't have a blanket like we're grown men. <laughs> but <laughs> after, so after that. We said grown men. I know y'all got a blanket. Go ahead. So after that, we just like, enjoy, we don't even think about him anymore. Like we say, okay, you give him his fries. You know what? Good for you. God's going to bless you. This is the Christian group. So we're like, God's going to bless you. You keep it moving. Thanks for donating your fries. So we might have got business. We start laughing. And then the other homeless, the, the homeless guy, he goes up. I guess he starts begging the worker there. And I guess she gives him like some fries or something or some kind of something small. Like he had a key kit with a small bag. And I knew the guy didn't have any money. So he come back. We already might have got business laughing. And he think we were laughing at him. He threatened to beat us up. And I was so mad. I made us all leave. I was mad because I'm like the nerve of you. And I was like, I don't even know what he has in his pocket. Like, why is he so confident? Like, we or like six guys like what what is he going to do to us i'm sorry i'm not scared of you come on bring it out bring it I, I homie li- bring I it home <laughs> oh my god i'm not scared of you but i'll just like you live at cookout and like we're like trying to help you but you're going to treat us like that so we left and I just, I just couldn't enjoy my meal anymore. It was so rude. <laughs> well, anyway, either. let's go to this next story. So this was Especially a story. A this was another Never story. And um, this was about Kim K. And I'm surprised you didn't hear about this story. I don't look at the news. Well, Kim K actually did something really good. What did she do? So there's this lady that was in jail for 20 years. She had a life sentence. She got arrested. She was she's 62 right now. And she was in jail for, like, 20-something years. So, I guess she got arrested when she was, like, in her 30s or 40s, I guess. And she was arrested for a nonviolent drug crime. Mind you, like, she, um, what was I about to say? Yeah, mind you, she didn't kill anybody or anything. It was just a first offense of a nonviolent drug <laughs> crime. Like most black men, but go ahead. Yeah, this was a black woman, though. Her name is Joyce. And she 
which after that she was sentenced to life in prison with no parole. And I guess Kim Kardashian came upon this um, story on her Twitter one time, like somebody posted it to her or something like that. She saw it. She said she was touched and she did everything she could do to get get her out. Like she went to Trump to pretty much get it pardoned. And she really was trying to, you know, help with um, prison reform. And I mean, I have to I know Kim does a lot of crazy attention hoarding things. I know there's a lot of things that she does that I've just not I don't really agree with in my spirit. But I feel like this one is really good. And I'm just like so upset with some people that's saying that like oh, Kim just does this for attention or she doesn't care or she blah, blah, blah. She likes black, you know what, and all this other stuff. But I'm like, I got to give credit where credit is due, you know, because I, I can't think of any, I'm not going to say any, but I can't think of many black celebrities that have done this. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm sure there are, but, you know, it's about not her caliber. Like, people are really, like, A-listers. Like, a lot of them are just materialistic and don't really care about a lot of people. And that's yeah. not all of them, of course, but, but I, you know. Yeah, I mean, if somebody's doing good, it doesn't matter to me whether, you know, I feel like their motives are or they have ulterior motives. I can't even imagine what she has to gain out of that. Maybe publicity or um, I don't know. Yeah, she was working on this for like since October of last year. So this was like a long process. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's admirable, admirable. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, so obviously this was something that touched her and, you know, moved her to action. And we need more people to step up and do this. I mean, there are all kinds of injustices happening around us all all the time. And people are either too busy or just don't give it a second thought. And I'm still waiting to see what Meek Mill is going to do. Like, he was like, everybody rallied for him to get out of jail. He said he's going to make some changes. But what, you know, what did he do? I mean, I'm not... Not that he's not going to do anything, but I mean, I'm still waiting for that. Like, was that hype just for, just to get him out, and then he just continued his life, or like, you know? I don't know. I mean, how follow how closely are you following him to see if he's going to live up to what he said? I, I mean, mean, I really hope he did. He does, because like a lot of like I was really hoping that you know that that whole situation would change him to really do something that's really meaningful, and not just make a whole bunch of you know just senseless music and really do something for the people you know what i'm saying but i mean i don't know what his plans are but you know i mean i just feel like a lot of times when some white people help us with certain things some people get so bogged down into them being white thinking they have ulterior motives like i don't know why trump did trump is no ally to black people i don't know what his reasoning was i don't know either but but if he did at the same time i'll accept it i'll take it i'll take the w and keep it moving you know thanks kim for using your fame and influence yeah your influence to do something positive i mean i know that people have their opinions about her but she did something maybe she realizes she has a black daughter and you know that could be something that pulled on her there so i don't know that may not have anything to do with it but it could be her daughter. I mean, it should make sense. I mean, her husband's black. Her kids are, you know, black. So it should. I would hope she cares something <laughs> about black American issues. Ah, let's hope. Yeah, but yeah, Donald Trump. He was ultimately one that did pardon it. And speaking of Trump, I want to go over this last story right now. With with our, um, what's the what's the nickname I could give him? 
Cheeto in, T- in chief. The Cheeto in chief? I don't know. I think he'll come up with something better. I don't know. The orange man. The orange in chief. The orange in chief? I don't know. Let me look and see what comes to mind. He looks like, oh he looks like some kind of bird. Good Lord. He's ugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, President Donald Trump cancels the Eagles White House celebration a day before the visit. So I think this story was going on for a few days, but it was just updated as of yesterday. So a small contingent from the Eagles planned to attend, but were disinvited Monday. So mm. I guess Monday, June 4th. <clears throat> okay. Um, so the Philadelphia Eagles are able unable to come to the White House with their full team to be celebrated tomorrow, Trump said. They disagree with this is Trump talking, right? Read it in a Trump voice. They disagree with their president because he insists that they proudly stand. This is not okay. This is not him reading. <laughs> Let me see if I can do it. Okay. They disagree with their president. They disagree with their president because he insists, and it's more about the hand motions. Yeah, like his hands will over overshadow his voice. But anyway, they disagree with their president because he insists that they probably stand for the national anthem, hand on heart, and honor the great men and women of our military and of the people of our country. The Eagles want to send out a small delegation, but the 1,000 fans planning to attend the event deserve better. Oh, my God. These what fans are spin. still invited to the White House to be a part of a different type of ceremony, one that will honor our great country. So we're pretty much a, a star-spangled banner party. Is yeah, I didn't really to. come for this. I wanted to see the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, but... Yeah. Thank you, but I, you could put somebody in my place for that. But they would have the United States Marine Band and oh. the United States Army Corps to celebrate America. I want to hear some Pusha T. <laughs> so, yeah, it looked like these individuals were scheduled to attend the event, like I said earlier, but they got disinvited. And, yeah, the team still intends to do community service in Washington, D.C., but will now do so at a later date. Okay, that sounds like a good that's a good al- good alternative. I mean, Trump just makes everybody so uncomfortable because he is just like, I'm sorry, this man is so foolish. Yeah, but the thing was though, a list of 81 individuals may have been a case where the Eagles cleared the entire roster to give them the option to attend or not. But the group was already reported reportedly ready to go was down just two or three players. Team owner Jeffrey Lurie and the mascot said, "Wait, what was that? what was that, that I just read?" Wait a minute. I don't remember where. Two or three players out of all of those players were going? Yeah. Plus, like Plus the mascot? I mean, if I was a fan, I'm sorry. I got to agree with Trump. The fans do deserve better than two yeah, players. Like, like, I, guess what, I guess what this is saying is that basically he disinvited the Eagles from attending them, attending the White House because they like didn't. I don't even think this team was kneeling, though. I don't remember the Eagles really kneeling. No, they weren't kneeling. I remember this story. None of them ever kneeled. But they agreed just by association with the kneelers. I don't know why he called them out. You know, maybe if somebody could comment on that, you know, why yeah. they think that they call. Maybe he was just mad with the entire NFL team because the man, he's like, he's flip-flopped from day to day. Yeah. First, he was kind of, I think he had agreed with them 
staying in the locker room if they wanted to protest. But after he thought about it, locker room to protest. How well, dumb is that? No, what are I you protesting mean, too. The, the NFL had to, had come up with a rule that you couldn't kneel, but you could stay in the locker room if you wanted to protest. And why would I protest? In the I want to make a political <laughs> statement. <laughs> are we bringing cameras in the locker room? Well, like <laughs> at least you wouldn't be up there with your hand on your heart and you're standing up with everybody else who was so patriotic and gung ho. Yeah, about. I'm just gonna be ignored and forgotten by being in the locker room and not. Nobody's going to even notice this protest. Like, what well, am I protesting? Maybe they'll, maybe they'll notice the omission. I don't know. But long story short, what the main point of this story was that I don't think they were even. They didn't even want to go in the first place. As you see, only a few people were even going to go. <laughs> I mean, go for what? I don't know. It's like Trump made the whole presidency not even nothing that's really special or, I guess, sacred anymore. Like, yeah, nobody. I mean, because nobody else. And I don't know. I don't know about teams going to visit the White House. I'm sure that players have, in history, not gone for some means of protest in the past. But it just seems like he just alienates people and just wants to piss people off. And, oh, my God. And it's just a trend. It's even a trend now for people not to want to go. Like, have you heard how both the Cavaliers and the Warriors both agree that they don't want to go to the White House? Well, I think it's only important that the Warriors say that because I, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hey, I'm going so. for the Cavaliers still. <laughs> okay, sorry. But, I mean, yes, yeah, like it's like a trend. And Donald Trump thinks he's doing something by saying you're not invited anyway. But like, nobody cares. Nobody it's cares. Like, we don't want to go It's like a you. kid. Like, you can't come to my party. Yeah. And it's like you just want to <laughs> pat him on the head and on their little, on his little toupee of hair on the top or whatever the heck that is yeah but that's sweet <laughs> yeah but well anyway this ends our um segment for current events slash trending topics slash celebrity news slash whatever the heck you want to call this segment where we talk about people besides us that we don't know so now i want to move on to our next segment which is commentary so this is pretty much pretty much a follow-up on this we're just going to read some of the comments that are left on this Donald Trump story and with the football players. So let's go on and read what people have to say because we know that a lot of you guys are very opinionated and are not afraid to share your opinions with the world. So let's see what we, what kind of how people feel about this I'm scared situation. to share my opinions with the world. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so these comments that we're reading are not from us. They are from people that literally commented on this whole article. This cook in chief is so petty. Oh, cook in chief. What's a cook? <laughs> I don't know. No wonder everybody makes fun of his small hands and his small penis. I mean, penis. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> that was kind of funny. This guy's weird. Who makes fun of his small hands and small penis? I don't know. Apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to tell his name. His, his name, name is, is Giant Book. Yeah, posted by Giant Book. That's okay. his name. Giant Book. No, but. That he said good, but the cuck and chief comment was made by Clips and Raiders. Oh, Clips and Raiders. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Somebody after that said, "Damn, he does have small hands." <laughs> <laughs> He's got the tiniest penis, folks. People are saying, "Well, people tell me that Cheeto and Chief's hands are so small that he needs to use both hands just to hold a pencil." 
And you know what they say about his small hands, folks? Believe me, you. When the Cheetolini has small hands, it means he has to make a deal just to get people to look at his penis. And then you won't believe this. And they need a magnifying glass just to see it. Some need a microscope. I don't know. <laughs> Why is it that when people uh, when people don't like somebody that's a male, why do they say they have a small penis? I've never said that about males I don't like. It's just like, well, why? Uh, it's like with Donald Trump. Like, I guess they think. Are I his hands really small? His hands aren't that small. Are they? I guess they are. Compared to his big jaws, they are. <laughs> well, okay. Well, more comments. They I'm won't miss anything important anyway. The president means a lot less than it used to. And that's true. These people pretty much agree with everything we're saying. This person wrote down, William Alexander Carter wrote down, I swear this person's occupying the White House as a thin, skinny, whiny, heifer man baby. The most powerful the man in the world gets right up about the crowd sizes and football players kneeling. That's, that's a good point. Of all things to be worried about, he's worried about football players kneeling for the flag. Well, he's got plenty of people to back him up with that stupid crap. He sure does. What else we the, have? The NFL should have put a stop to this BS on the day one. Keep politics out of football. Said football. Said Stib. S-T-I-B-B. Stib just wants his beer, his women, and his football. Sports and the arts have always been ways to handle politics, wrote William Alexander Carter. I agree. And then Tom Foley wrote down, Tom Foolery 27 wrote down, I don't want put politics in sports or in church. My pastor is smart enough to accomplish the latter. What? And then master what does that have to do with this? He doesn't want it in his sports or f- church. Okay, well, tell no your politics. pastor to go meet with the, the cook in chief. And then somebody said, um, master of disaster vote. Then you have a crappy pastor. Oh. Because the w- most well-known religious figures and leaders across the board and virtually all face of any kind were political in one way or another. Most were pretty outspoken political figures. I guess your pastor just must be subpar. Oh. Yeah. Well. Oh, God. I'm sorry. These these comments, I'd rather Twitter comments. Twitter comments yeah, have me these laughing. Are, these, I don't know who wrote these comments. Yeah, this is like on sbnation.com. Yeah. I don't really <laughs> know what this is. Yeah. But yeah, these comments. So let's just. Those comments are subpar. So I guess we just have to wrap it up. Wrap up. Wrap up this um episode with our last segment, which is the "What Would You Do" segment. And this is pretty oh much gosh. when me and I guess we think about our um trending topics that we went over today, and just ask "What Would You Do?" question. Okay. So I'll go first. Sounds fun, but I'm terrible at this. So I want to ask you. What would you do if you were in that woman's position and you try to pay it in like a whole bunch of pennies and quarters and nickels and dimes? And he said, nigger, no. What would you do in that situation? Okay, my first inclination is to say that I would jump in that food truck and stuff him like a big burrito. (laughs) And yeah, but... 
when I really think about being put in that position, I would be so humiliated and so, I don't know, I would just feel bad. I would, I'm not going to say I would cry because I would probably be too angry, but I would just be so embarrassed. Like, in that situation, she had witnesses who spoke on her behalf. And I'd like to think, or I would hope that somebody would do the same, you know, if I were put in that position, because I, I don't, I don't know how I would react to that. Right. I just don't. I mean, I would just be so mad, so disrespected and it would just be ugly. Honestly, the way I would react, like, I don't even feel like giving people that kind of attention. I would just, I'll probably do one with the silk charge. I'll probably just throw my money at his face and just walk off. Like, I just, I don't know. I guess I just, I could, I, whenever people try to act crazy with me, I just get numb to it and don't even react to it because it's just like that's what they want you to do. I mean, I agree. I mean, if I was using my head, but it seems to me like, and I don't know, they the video looks like it left a lot, lot out, but to me, that would be the last thing I would be expecting. So, yeah, I don't know. I would probably be caught flat-footed in that situation, and I'm already not the type of person who like to be caught flat-footed or vulnerable to anybody so i know that i would no telling what i would do i'm telling you right so well i guess your question is to ask me your what would you do question from the hot topics did you did you think of anything okay what would you do if you were a dj at a club and a your music was so good that an officer just forgot he had a gun and went to break dancing on the floor. What I do? Sure. Yeah, I'm the DJ. Sure. I'm the DJ. The officer shoots somebody with the backflip. Uh, well, I would definitely think the first, my first inclination would be to stop the music. Okay. Um, but wouldn't that make you say, "Look, I'm the ultimate DJ." He forgot he was holding a gun because my DJ skills were just that on point. You know, when somebody gets shot, I'm even ready to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably feel guilty somehow. I don't know. I would feel responsible, but like in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I would not. I would feel so sad. I don't know. I, just I would like put it on my resume, actually. As tough as I am, it still pains my heart to see people hurt. It does. You have to look at the bigger picture. Someone got shot in the leg for no reason. And it's, I mean, do you, how would that, I guess, I mean, I guess I don't really know how that would affect somebody. How, how would a shoot, a shot, a shot in the leg won't really hinder your, hinder you from living a normal life beyond getting it fixed. Yeah, but I'm just the DJ. I didn't do it, but my music skill, I mean, I had the party going. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, if I'm the DJ, I'm running the show. Right. I would be feeling myself. I'm sorry. Yeah, that well, that is true. But yeah. Well, anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening. It's time to conclude this episode. We are definitely above our time that we were planning. But we had a good time. And I, I did. And I want to say that, you guys, this podcast is very new. And it's only necessary that we ask for you guys to help us to expand it so we would like to add a segment in the future where we can like respond to your feedback answer advice questions and pretty much just help you guys out and give back to you guys so i would like to say first first and foremost please leave comments on youtube on soundcloud wherever 
And also, if you have any questions that you would like to be answered, do we... I want to give the email, but I don't have the email set up yet for this. Well, yeah, eventually, not now, but eventually we will have an email set up for you to ask us any questions if you want us to do advice questions for you guys. And we really want you guys to really feel connected to it. Please leave comments, give us good ratings, and once we go on sound, once we once we go on Apple Podcast, make sure that you give us the five stars, even if you don't feel like we deserve it, just for it to help us grow and get seen to other people. Also, feel free to leave your reviews. And if there's anything that you guys want to see done or have any more suggestions, I think I said this already, feel free to come out to us and give us a message or comment. So thank you guys very much for listening to us. Um, and we will see you guys next time. This has been Square Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. God bless. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you.